You're listening to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical and theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Here's today's question. Hello, my name is Karen. I live in Franklin, Tennessee. I am calling with an end-of-life question. I have a father-in-law who is a pastor, and um, he has pretty strong opinions about burial versus cremation. And I would love to hear what Dr. E thinks about those two options. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. So, Hannah, would you identify with Karen that you have a father that has strong opinions? <laughs> I I don't know if I could ever you identify you with that. that. Wow, okay. wow, that's that is. You know, interestingly, I get this question a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm freaked out about it. So let's. I mean, let's talk. <laughs> well, it's a common question, and as a person who officiates funerals and meets with families when someone's dying, you know, it, number one, this is a huge emotional topic. Yeah. Because when you're talking about the remains of a loved one, uh, I mean, one thing for us old people to die, but when you're burying a child or a mm. teenager or an accident or trauma and the you know, cremation seems so horrific. Yeah. So let's back up and, and make a couple of observations. Number one, in antiquity and today, Think of someone whose remains were, quote, lost at sea. Okay. Or in a traumatic uh, fire. Sure. 9-11, the number of bodies that they never reclaimed. There's nothing. There's no dental record, nothing of a person. So from a high theological view, the ancients as well as the moderns would have to acknowledge some people's bodies are, quote, disintegrated. I mean, not literally, but there's nothing there. There's nothing there to bury. Um, And there are there are families that will nevertheless buy a coffin, have a burial vault, yep. spend thousands of dollars to you know have this sense of, of closure yep. to bury that loved one. And I'm not saying that's, that's right or wrong. It's just an emotional reality. Now, yep. if we can't recover the remains, uh, what do we do? If a person was burned in a fire, horrible discussion to have, but mm-hmm. if they were burned in a fire and there was nothing left but some ash. Now, the idea is, if, if, I'm, if I'm tracking with Karen, uh, it's wrong to volitionally have your body cremated. Sure. All right. So let's go back to an interesting passage. In Deuteronomy 34, this is the first six verses. It's a great story. It's a sad story, but it's a great story. Moses is going to die uh, near Mount Nebo on the top of Mount Pisgah near Jericho. And the Lord comes to him. Now let's take a sidebar for just a second. The, Jesus appeared in the Old Testament many times. Right. We call those Christophanies or Theophanies, meaning a pre-incarnate appearance of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So Jesus comes down and he's talking to Moses. And Moses, of course, is not going to enter the promised land. Right. So God is kind to show him what he would have seen from a distance. Mm. And then Moses dies. And let me read uh, uh, Moses' record in Deuteronomy 34. The Lord said to him, This is a land I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give this to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you shall not go over there. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him. Time out. That he is Jesus. Crazy. He buried him in the valley of the land of Moab, opposite Beth Peor, but no man knows his burial place to this day. 
So this is the servant of the Lord par excellence. The Jews revere Moses because Moses was given the law face to face from Jesus Mm -hmm. on the top of Mount Sinai Mm -hmm. or Sinai as people are pronouncing it today. So there's a special relationship between Christ and Moses and the the Shekinah, the epiphany, he Mm -hmm. would glow. Moses spoke to God like a man, no one like Moses before. So roll that together. Why does Christ come down and bury his, his servant Moses? I had a dear friend named Dr. Wendell Johnson uh, tell me this a few years back at the uh, burial of Dr. Howard Hendricks mm. at his interment. And he was sharing from this passage, and he said, It intrigues me that Jesus saw dignity in the burial mm. of his servant. Mm. I was blown away. I had never thought about it in that term, yeah. in those terms. So for me, this gives me um, even more um, you know, uh, solemnity. Uh, more conscientiousness about how we conduct funerals, but nobody knows where the burial is. Right. Why, well, there's a lot of reasons why they'd have gone and worshipped worshiped his tomb. Moses you forever. Know? Right. Yeah. They'd have dug up his bones. You know, I mean, people are crazy, which is you know another story. So all that to say, Scripture gives us a number of metaphors about death, what death is like. If we go to Second Corinthians five, we know that this earthly tent which is our house is torn down. We have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heavens. So whether it's a vault, an urn of ashes, a tent is the metaphor. Uh, our clothes, our, our appendages are really not who we are. That body will be wholly resurrected, I think Scripture teaches. So whether you're lost at sea, you were lost at 9-11, or you chose to be cremated. So to round this up, Karen, I would just say I try to respect people's passions and views about cremation and burial because it is a very personal family decision. But I would also say, just from my two cents, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. whether a person is cremated or buried in a, uh, a, a very expensive coffin and put in a burial vault and put in the ground. Um, at the end of the day, this is a suit of clothes. It's a temporary shelter. We don't live in this body eternally. We have a resurrected body. And if God's able to resurrect bodies from the sea, bodies that were burned beyond recognition, I think he can resurrect a body that was volitionally cremated. Yeah, that makes sense. Both still seem freaky to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, your I mother don't... and I have recently had this conversation about, you know, we've we got to buy the burial plan so our kids aren't saddled with that. And we actually talked about, should we be cremated or should we go through a traditional burial? Well, what did y'all decide? Because I thought she told me y'all were going to be cremated. <laughs> Well, she may have made a decision and not informed me yet. <laughs> It'll save you a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Well, someone asked me the other day, why Why do you think your parents decided that? And I said, it could be financial. And I said, I don't know. Maybe they want me to wear their ashes around my neck for the rest of my life. I, I didn't ask. I should. <laughs> I, I heard this crazy story uh, on the news the other day where a person uh, wanted to be cremated and wanted his ashes put in ammunition and shot into the air. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can't make it up. (laughs) If you've got a question for Ask Dr. E, call us or text us at 615-281-9694. Or you can email us at question at michaelincontext.com. We would love to hear from you. Ask Dr. E is a production of Michael Easley in Context. The music for this show is composed by Jason Germain. And you can find more biblical resources at michaelincontext.com.